Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Are you suffering from pandemic stress? Riots and insurrection have you worried about your safety? Well, get to Premier Firearms where they can make you safe. Premier Firearms has locations in Orlando on West Colonial Drive, in Titusville on US-1, and in Mineola in the Family Jewelry and Pawn. Premier Firearms has AR pistols and rifles starting as low as $5.99. Premier Firearms is a family-owned business that can take care of all your firearm and ammunition needs. Check them out today on Facebook and Instagram at Premier Firearms. That's Premier Firearms. And coming soon to Tavares. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. My name is Mike. We promise to bring you all things gun, all of the gun time. As we come to you uh, live here from uh, Location Bravo, our this is our this is our preferred place. I, you know what? It's going to be. Uh, um, hold on, let me finish this first. Or, hey, let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow patriots, uh, so you know uh, you know who's here because you can't tell the players without a scorecard, right? On my right, the right hand man, the great great. Great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. We, we've been here. Oh, welcome back, Earl. How was your week? I guess, you know, how, how was things in the week of Earl? Very good. Very good. I'm glad uh, to say uh, boring. Boring. That's a good thing. That's a good thing, especially when you're, uh, you know, you're driving around in the big rig like yeah. you do. Yep. Um. Let's uh, let's go back there. We've been we've been uh, with COVID restricted from our main facility for uh, well since the, since the shutdown March of last year, right? So what is this? this is ten? That's what eighteen. So uh, twenty months now. Remember, two weeks to flatten the curve. Two weeks to flatten the curve because we need to make sure there's enough uh, ventilators. Yeah, and, the, know, and the hospitals the don't space. get overran. Yeah, yeah. So you know, something ninety nine point seven percent survivability. Right. Right. Now. I, I don't want to throw our, our, our good friends over at uh, iHeartMedia completely under the bus because um, they took this time also to do a bunch of uh, um, improvements. They're you know, changing studios around. So we've been told. So, yeah, we yeah, haven't we, seen them. But well, we did get video. Well, we haven't seen them in person. Correct. We have not seen them in person. But um, they did show us some video of it, and uh, it looks wonderful. Yeah, looks 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 beautiful, and um, I, j- I just haven't seen it. So again, not trying to throw them under the bus. They took advantage of a bad situation because remember, this is we're we're here in Florida, right? Okay, 
and uh, and for the most part, everybody in Florida here has said, uh, uh, you know, get bent. Okay, you know, you got a couple of the liberal, uh, you know, uh, outlets around town, you know, around the state that, uh, you know, there's they're still, oh, the COVID is going to kill us all, mm. um, and uh, we know that's not the case, um, but the the iHeart Media folks, you know, they're they're stationed out of uh, New York and California. Yeah, we know how that's going to be. Okay, so so our local folks are, are ones, you know, and, and, and listen, unless you're a, uh, a, a like a, a daily drive time DJ, uh, you're, you're not really in the studio anymore. I mean, yeah, the, the technology, the way it is now, most people can do that from home. Now, the only ones that don't do it from home are the ones that got those uh, micromanaging bosses, you know, <laughs> you know the, the ones that uh, I'm not paying you unless I see your face kind of people, you, yeah, you know, because yeah. otherwise I think you're at home watching TV. You know, you know, so, uh, well, I am watching TV, but I'm also on the radio. Yeah, uh, I, I can multitask. Exactly, exactly. So you've got uh, a lot over the past uh, couple of years that's transitioned away from uh, in studio. Um, uh, I, I like uh, the real studio. Um, you know, we get to the, the added benefit of the, the face to face contact with our producers. Yes. Um, which is nice. Uh, it's all hand and arm signals as opposed to, uh, uh, you're having to talk in each other's ears on the, uh, on the talk back. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, those that listen to us live on the internet, you can, you can hear that, that talk back, uh, you know, it comes across, uh, because you, you know, when it, when it airs over the regular air, you don't hear that. Right. But on the internet feed, because it's the, it's the live feed coming off the, the the back of the board, you get to hear the the talkback stuff. Um, but I also like Earl that uh, uh, you know in location Bravo here, um, we set our own you know timelines. We we wear what we want. We do what we we, we want to do. We hang out as long as we want before. We hang out as long as we want after. Right. Or as short as we want before and as short as we want after. Yep. Um, so it's it's going to be kind of bittersweet. When it's time to, I, I think go back to the studio. I don't know if we ever do. We ever get back there? And this is this is one of those COVID questions, right? Yeah. Do we ever get back to the normal? Yeah, I was gonna say I, I hate to use that yeah. terminology, but is this our new normal? Right. I mean, really, what we've done. Listen, we took our temporary gear. We took our our our, mo- our road gear, our our, our, our way gear, right, our mobile gear, right? Um, for when we go do conventions and we go do uh, you know uh, events and. I, I think it works pretty good. Oh yeah, I think it works pretty good. We got ourselves a little bitty studio, little little lo- location Bravo going, and um, uh, I enjoy it. Uh, do I want to go back to the big studio? I I think so too. But you know what? I do like the convenience of uh, you know it being five minutes from the house as opposed to uh, you know thirty five minutes or forty five minutes. Right, right. So I don't know. I don't know. It goes back and forth. I'm just curious what. Uh, what uh, what your thoughts were on? Yeah, it's it's a coin flip. I mean, yeah, I I do w- would like the the uh, I like the idea of being able to get back into the big studio. You know, kind of kind of makes me feel more like an actual radio guy. Right, right. You know, the, hey, we're in the studio. Oh yeah, you know, look behind the glass. There's our producer. And then on the other hand, it's like, yeah, well, if we're in studio, we can't take the liberties we do all the time in our own studio. That's right. You know, they, they got rules. For us, there, there's no rules. Well, there's, put your shirt back on. All right, there's one rule. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's true. I mean, we don't have to worry about a lot of this stuff. Um, it's, uh, and, and listen, it's silly stuff, folks. It's like um, uh, no eating in the studio. Right. Okay, okay. Earl, Earl just, had a, just had a power bar. 
Nobody cares. Nobody yeah, cares. We're, yeah. we're here. Well, I, I did yeah. have to fight Mike off from it. Well, it was, like, come it was, on, give me a bite. It's no, a, it's a power bar. I mean, you come in. Uh, or a one because he had the power. <laughs> <laughs> I had already taken the bite. <laughs> That's it. I was out. Um, you know, I could have a uh, look. I got, I've got a, a, a bottle of water here with the lid screwed on the top. Yeah, sitting next to me on the table. Uh huh. Okay, that exactly. would that would get a phone call. Right? Yeah. Uh, that would get the engineers would be calling going, get that water bottle off the table. You know uh, how much that equipment costs? No, we have a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I also have a lid on it. So, yeah. you know, it says no, uh, no, what is it? No uncovered drinks. Yeah. Well, it's covered. Well, put it on the floor. Okay. Whatever. Fine. Whatever. And they're all just being protective of their gear. So I get it. So, yeah, I understand. You know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of equipment. That's right. You know, four, seven years of college down the drain. <laughs> Oh boy! Um, all right. Well, it was a good good week. Glad you had a good week. Uh, and we got off on a little little tangent there. We got uh, a couple different uh, uh, topics to discuss as well. Um, we get. Uh, I think when you get back, there's a, there's a there's a story about a, uh, and I'm trying to think how deep I want to go into this. You know where where the where the line is. It's a Second Amendment organization. Um, that I think crossed the vaccination line. Yeah, as I say, unfortunately, the the two different topics that are you know hot buttons right now of gun rights and personal health rights. Yeah, this this uh, marries them up. Yeah, that's what we'll do. That's what we're going to talk about when we get back, folks. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Stick around. There's more after the break. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. 
Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. One minute, not the bill of needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Uh, coming to you here from uh, Location Bravo, it is it is it is me and uh, the right hand man. Earl, Earl, say hello to the peoples. Hello, hello, hello. Um, all right, uh, we kind of alluded to it uh, before we went into the break. There, um, I, I was, I, and I'm not sure. I'm still not sure if I want to, uh, uh, um, th- you know, use their name, but I think I'm going to. Um, guns.com. Yeah, I mean, okay. all, we almost have to. Yeah, G- guns.com. They are one of the uh, online, uh, I don't know, uh, centrally located, uh, you know, uh, Second Amendment story, uh, you know, uh, uh, publishers. So right. they have a they have a number of uh, of people that uh, that write for them and and write for many others as well. Listen, if you've ever listened and seen uh, a lot of news stories from Second Amendment, y- you know that the same you know, 10 names or so are big in the business mm-hmm. and they're picked up by a, a lot of, a lot of places, a lot of, you know, pl- places that publish, you know, firearm stories and second amendment stories. And remember there's a difference too. Okay. We've had this conversation with you folks. Remember there's a difference. Um, I can have a firearm story anywhere in any magazine and tell you about the, the newest from, you know, Keltec and, and, and that's all good. But the second amendment stories are a little more restrictive. They're seen in less places. You know, you'll get some people that are, listen, they might be Second Amendment supporters, but they don't want to see it in their, you know, in, in their sporting and hunting magazine. You know? I, I support the Second Amendment, but... but yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, I'm, I'm willing to give, uh, you know, like those, the, the sportsman magazines, you know, you know, and I know we say the but thing, like, uh, I support the Second Amendment, but I'm, I'm actually trying to figure out how to mount this scope right now. Could, could somebody help me with that? You know, so it's it's not like, but I disagree. It's just, but 
I've got something else to do at the moment, so uh, I'll give those. Oh, yeah, I'll give those dudes a pass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm on a mission right now. Yeah. yeah. So, but when you go to the Second Amendment sites, that's where you're looking for, you know, the bastion of conservatism. You're looking for the defenders of freedoms. Well, that's what Guns.com has always portrayed themselves to be. However. Not so much this last week. They they they, they ain't uh, they, they may be talking the talk, but so far they ain't walking the walk. They uh, they got called on some of their shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, the the count that we have reading through the stories here is uh, it looks like uh, Guns.com has about sixty five people. Now that's either regular, uh, you know, contributors, uh, salespeople, uh, tech people, whatever it is. They call about sixty sixty five people employees of Guns.com. Like we just talked to you about in the first segment, the industry now, and especially the the interwebs industry, is decentralized. Nobody's reporting for work at, you know, 123 Main Street to go to guns.com and sit it behind their computer and do internet work. That's all done remotely now. Yeah. So I'm guessing 98, 99% of the people at guns.com are working from home or remotely or on the road like a lot of reporters do, you know, as they hunt down the stories. Well, they said at guns.com they were instituting the mandatory vaccination uh, or people, everybody was going to be fired. And I believe that was as of um, the, the, the end of this week. I believe that was going to be yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it was yesterday is when they the the date the original and, deadline. Yeah, and I'm trying to look in the article, and they they were, in my my personal opinion, I mean you can you know big big corporation. Well, I say big corporation, but thinking on it, you're saying 65 people. To me, that's still a small company and all that. They sent out the email like an hour before close of business on, yeah. on that particular day. I'm like, really? That's pretty. That's pretty crappy. Yeah, yeah that's pretty crappy. Um, so. Listen now. The, the, we know that the president put out the the uh, the his order, um, and it, that says if it's over a hundred employees and there's any kind of federal assistance anywhere wrapped up into it, that um, those hundred those companies with a hundred employees or more were going to have to comply and get vaccinations, or they'd pull whatever method that the uh, the feds were involved with helping to fund or tax breaks or whatever it happens to be. Mm-hmm. So let's be clear. Listen, if you if you own you know, ABC Roofing Company, and uh, you've got 101 employees, uh, and you've got nothing to do with the feds, zero. You don't take tax breaks, you don't take court, you go out and you pay your standard rate, and that's it, then that doesn't bother you. If you're a bigger company, if you're a, I don't know, an airline company, you know, who's, who's, who's tightly wound with federal regulations. Let's say you're in, uh, you, you, uh, you're a farm, right? And you take farm subsidies, right? And you have over 100 employees. Yeah. Okay. That's the kind of thing where they get the hook in you. Is very few companies with over a hundred people that don't take some sort of assistance somehow. Again, whether it be a grant, whether it be a, a subsidy, whether it be a tax break, whatever it happens to be. All right. So a lot of those over one hundred, they get, uh, they get stuck. All right. Here's here's the issue. I'm talking with the uh, with the author of this article uh, that that that's called out guns.com. Oh, and by the way, the good news. When Guns.com was confronted with this, the first day they said, uh, we have no response. The second day, they said, we rescind any order for vaccination. Sorry for the confusion. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Yeah, because they were, to me. They were just, taking heat is what was going well, on. I was going to say, in yeah. reading this article, my personal opinion, with I, what I'm reading out of it, they're not just, hey, the government's coming down on us. We, we've got to do what we're being told. They were getting uh, nitpicky. Yes. They, there were there were two exceptions. Well, two applications for exception to, to not uh, receive vaccination. One of those is a, a medical exemption. Uh, see, the medical exemption, for example, provides a list of conditions what are, which are not considered valid reasons for opting out of the vaccine. This includes any autoimmune disorder. Just to reiterate, even if you are immune compromised, already your immune system is weak. Yeah. What is a what is in, you know that's, COVID that's, out of the out of yeah. the question or out of the picture? What does a vaccine vaccination do? It introduces a weakened state of a foreign body into your system to allow your immune system a, a, a head start to build up the antibodies. Right. Right. Well, your immune system is already poor. Yeah. But you, they're still requiring it for you to go through this, which, again, news outside of this story, we already know people are dying simply from the vaccination. And now you even want to increase those odds yeah. by requiring someone with an autoimmune system disorder. to Well, you're going to have to still get the vaccination. I mean, that's that's ordering some people to death. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great, great, greatly, yeah. great potential. Yeah. That yeah, you you just you know, for me to comply with this, you've just sentenced me to death. There are and listen, we'll stretch. We're gonna take this into the next segment as well. So, um, listen, that, what's we're all talking about? There's a couple things that come to mind uh, immediately. Is um, listen, those with uh, with HIV, um, and I know that AIDS is is very much down, uh, you know, being, being conquered with medications today, but even those with HIV and those, Im- those immune disorders, you know, they're staying at home. They still stay at home. So they don't have to de- contract other viruses, you know, right. and this is the perfect time to do it because everybody can work from home. But if now you come in and you tell them this, that's crazy. Let's talk about uh, people going through chemotherapy, Earl. Yeah. Uh, um, been there. Oh, oh, exactly right. Why bring it up? Because you know, your body is bombarded with gamma rays, uh, to defeat the cancer. In the meantime, it takes everything else down, to the the minimum sustainable level, because don't listen. Gamma radiation kills the cancer cells. You know what else does to the good cells? Kills them. too. It kills them too. <laughs> okay, I'd say that's collateral damage. Uh, right. So what they try and do is kill all of one without killing everything else, and then over a court. You did this, Earl. Over a course of a year, you build your immunities back up and get back to full strength right. after it's right. been gone. Well, you know, full disclosure, I didn't. I didn't receive any radiation treatment. Right. You had. I, the, I received uh, intravenous. I correct. Was just you know they they made a concoction. Of yeah. a little, you had it in the, in the tubes rather yeah, than through yeah, the through the yeah. gamma ray gun. Yeah. I had yeah, a, had yeah. an IV drip. Yep. Yeah. Um, but that's what it is. I mean, it, you know, it, it, it takes the, uh, the immunity levels down. And that's what this company was going for. Guns.com was going for. They, were, they, they had a, an, an asinine level of compliance they wanted followed. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and they said nothing, they said nothing about uh, uh, any, any exemptions, any way out, or anything like that. So hold on with, your, hold on with that thought for a minute. We're going to go to a break, come back, and uh, we'll be back with uh, a little more here. On Arms Room Radio. Me? I started smoking when I was 13. 
always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from... We got time! ...to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You. Org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Before we went to the break, we were talking to you about uh, guns.com and how they had a uh, mandatory vaccination mandatory vaccination uh, order issued for their 60, 65 employees. Um, they sent out a company-wide email. Yeah, a company-wide email with an hour to respond, I think, I think it was. Well, they, they were given, the, the email was you know, sent out like an hour before the 
close of a particular business. Okay. Day. I, don't, okay. I don't think there was any anything read into that. But yeah. you know, they they just didn't want to hear hear it f- for that that day, so they just sent it out an hour before everybody's going home, okay. rather than you know first thing on in the morning. Gotcha. gotcha. You know, everybody gets aware of it. So now today you're going to start hearing people fussing about it rather than just. All right, I don't want to deal with this, so we'll send it out at the end of the day. So the the belly aching will begin tomorrow. There you go. There you go. Okay, so we covered the uh, uh, um, those that were immune, uh, uh, a possible medical exemption. Correct, and they said no. They said no. So what what happened from there? What are the other ones that uh, they told no? The uh, the other possible uh, there were only really two possible uh, exemptions from the requirement were medical, and even though. You know, we, we previously discussed, even if you have an autoimmune system disorder, they still wanted to require the vaccination. The other possible exemption is a very common for everything, even serving in the military, a religious exemption. Yeah. Well, okay. They want details. <laughs> they want to know, let's see here. Once uh, they want the employees to identify and explain their sincerely held religious beliefs, which preclude vaccination, in addition to indicating whether you have asked for such an exemption from previous employers, the outcome of that uh, requested exemption and the company with which uh, religious exemption was submitted also require you to explain whether you are opposed to all vaccinations and if not the religious basis on which you object COVID-19 vaccination in particular. This, this, this probably wants a letter from your, uh, your minister or priest proving your attendance at church as well. Yeah. yeah, this, yeah, is just, yeah. this is, this is, listen, that's a clear first amendment violation, right? You know, but, uh, but that's ridiculous. I mean, where did they copy this draconian requirement uh, for vaccination rules from? Yeah, and, and it's also remember too. This isn't of fill out the paper, submit the paperwork, and now you're exempt. It's submit the paperwork. We'll decide yeah, we'll, whether we'll or not let you to. Know. Yeah, we'll let, we'll you, let know. you know. We'll let you know. We'll decide whether or not to accept your okay. your request. Okay. So so those so we're not keeping everybody in suspenders. Like like I said, they for a day they said we're not answering. We we have no response, and then they took heat. They yeah. took heat hard. I'd love to say they saw the light and saw the error of their ways. They got pounded. Sponsors walked away. Uh, um, people were, were trolling them. Um, I know that people, from the people that I know there at guns.com, they hired people to scrub all the bad things about them that had come <laughs> out in just that 24-hour period. Okay. So, so you're saying they started to go woke, realized they were probably going to go broke. Yep. And then woke up. Exactly right. Exactly right. So, with talking to the author, here's okay. the second part of this story. Okay. We're talking to the author. Um, now, the author held these people, held them accountable, right? Toes on the line. I want your response. I want the truth. You know? Uh, and, and, and they finally relented. And I said, um, well, let's talk about Southwest. Let's talk about Southwest Airlines. Like we talked to you. Oh, last you mean the, the airline companies experience all the bad weather? All the bad weather. And it's all around the cockpits of the aircraft. Yeah, the, imagine the, that. The bad imagine weather. Hmm. So uh, I, I think it's already something over four or 5,000 flights canceled uh, over the past uh, week. Oh, yeah. You know, Nationwide? With, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Easily. Um, easily. And that's just the Southwest, folks. There's a couple other airlines out there that are starting to, eh, starting to 
uh, hang in solidarity with their brothers yeah, at Southwest. I think, yeah. Okay? Um, and, folks, if you, if you don't know this, the weather is the excuse that the media and Southwest is using for the boycott of the mandatory vaccination requirements for the, uh, the employees uh, of Southwest Airlines. Now, that's, the, that's everybody, by the way. That's, uh, that's the, the grounds peoples. That's the, uh, the flight crews. Uh, that's, that's all of them. So now I said to the, the author, well, how do you feel about Southwest? I mean, you were, you were willing to hold guns.com's toes to the line. What about Southwest? This, this giant corporation with you know, 15,000 employees or whatever it is has said, we want this. And he said, well, the, you know, the president has the mandate. I said, you're, you're kidding me. You're kidding me, right? If I'd have been in arm's reach of, yeah. of, of that guy, I'd have slapped him. Yeah. Yep. I said, you, you, you're kidding. I mean, there's, 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 you either sit on one side of the fence or the other. Don't even come at me where you want to sit on the fence. All right. You're either pro-vaccination, mandatory vaccination, or you're not. You can't play favorites. Well, they've got extra rules and extra regulations. Well, here's the deal. You need, everybody needs to stand up, and that's how this will stop, mm-hmm. is when we all stand up and say, we're not going to do it. Yeah. Okay? We're not going to do it. Um, and that includes the airline industry, and they're a huge lead in this because the TSA is there. The TSA is the one that's going to enforce this, Right? The TSA is at the airport, and the TSA will say, I'm sorry, air crew, show me your vaccination. Show me your mask. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Papers, please. Exactly. Yeah. You and I, I don't remember how many comments we exchanged back and forth while we were traveling to the uh, USCCA conference. Uh, the, you know, We hear it over the intercom in the airport. It's federal law. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone must wear a mask while on airport property. What law? Yeah, it is no federal law. Let's be clear on this, folks. There's no federal law. There's a, a is an order from uh, DHS. By the way, DHS does not make law. Um, only Congress can make law, and Congress has not enacted that law. There has been executive orders from the president, uh, but that is not law. Yeah, so uh, even, okay. even executive orders uh, signed by the president are not law. You know what executive orders were designed for? I'm going to make it National Donut Day. You know, that's uh, okay. It's, it was it was it was meant to be ceremonial things like that. Now, the president does have certain powers under War Powers Act and everything like that. Um, but but not a mask. It's federal law. I, the president can't write law. The president cannot write yeah. a law. Yeah, this is uh, not a monarchy. Now, he can he can either uh, uh, put sign the law into effect or veto the law. But he didn't write the law. Yep. You know. Um, all right. So, so jump it back. I'm sorry. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, the airports, there's, there's, there's a line in an airport folks and it starts where TSA starts. If you go to your airport, uh, now this does not count for Washington DC. Okay. Because Washington DC is different, but every other airport in the country, when you go in, you are under local control until you pass the TSA checkpoints. So all of that, you must wear a mask here. That's a local issue. All right, I'm here to pick up uh, Earl. I, I, okay, where's your mask? I'm not in the, the federal restricted area. I'm standing out here in the in the, in, in Tennessee, you know, in Memphis Airport, wherever I happen to be, uh, or Dallas Love Airport, where I picked you up from, you know, yeah. two weeks ago. Yep. Um, that was not the federal area. Once you get off 
out of the, the, the federally restricted, the TSA-controlled part of the airport, guess what? I could stand outside. I could stand outside the TSA area and commit a crime in front of them, and they can't do anything about it because they have no jurisdiction in the, in, in the town. Now, is it smart to do that? No, I'm t- don't do that. I'm just trying to make a legal point. You belong to the locals at that point. Right, right. right? There is no, there is none. You know? And by the way, when you get off the plane, my mask comes off. I'm still in the federal restricted area, but what are they going to do? Throw Kick you. me out faster? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm leaving anyways. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Do I get to ride a go-kart? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love the go-kart. Yep. I love the go-karts. Um, yeah, so I, I hold everybody accountable, and I'm going to have more conversations with this author. I don't like the pass that he gives to, to certain people. Either you hold everybody accountable for this mask mandate nonsense, or uh, um, everybody gets a walk. There's got to be one standard. I've noticed, and, and just for my own sanity, I, I don't get into a, follow a whole lot of this stuff just to, my head will explode. But what little I do, I can't get away from it. The more and more it looks like I'm seeing as, as a lowly truck driver, the, the actual science and data is coming out that all this stuff isn't going to have an effect the more they're pushing and, and beating They're it They're losing in. their grasp. Yeah. They're yeah. losing their bit of control over you. Oh, a video came out of a, a government-endorsed female scientist. I don't remember her title and everything, but she was even saying, we've got to figure out some way to get people vaccinated. You know, we're dangling That's the it. carrot in That's front it. of their face, and it's not working. We've got to come up with something else. There you go. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSway.com studio. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Deltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hey, 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. You know, Earl, I love when we get into a topic like uh, that last one with the, with the guns.com uh, and uh, talking about the author. Um, that was one of those stories where you, looked in, you and I looked at it and said, well, we got to have at least two backup stories because that's only going to take three minutes to talk about. <laughs> and we went, we went two full segments on it. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Uh, um, so that was one of those. Okay, all right. keep going. And we could have kept going. Yeah, we, yeah, we, 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 all right, we'll shut up. Out of, out of time. Out of time. <laughs> um, we, we touched on TSA in that story. And um, I saw a TSA story here recently. And, and it's the usual you know, TSA nonsense, right? Um, uh, record number of guns being brought to the airport. Yeah, I was say, uh, you know, we, we found this article on CNN. So, of course, it's going to be labeled or, yes. or geared, uh, presented as a, 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 a mass potential tragedy. Uh, no, people are being forgetful. Yeah, right. You know, listen, they're starting to get their lives back together, right? Yeah. They're starting to travel again, right? So you've got people now that, uh, now you have, a, you have a new category of people, Earl, right? You have all these new first-time gun uh, owners, right? Yeah. And now they're traveling. Yeah. Right? I mean, so it's know, a new thing for them to learn now. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we've got more gun owners now than we have ever. 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 Had. Ever. Ever. Um. Well, since we've kind of been keeping track of that well, stuff. Well, exactly right. Exactly right. Um, there's, a, there's a couple of points in this story that just scream to me the anti-gun, anti-second sentiment out of the TSA. All right. And I want to I get to that. That's really the purpose I wanted to. I pulled this story. Um, listen, we know that uh, airline passengers are bringing guns to the airport in numbers never seen before. Huge problem, according to TSA. Well, all right. Or what would be the huge problem? Do you think the TSA is being fooled? Do you think the TSA is not catching the firearms? Do you think that the TSA is incapable of performing this job? I'm curious what he thinks the huge problem is. Well, he's probably trying to fluff up the TSA because you know it got out. Uh, it's been a few years ago. I don't remember when the article was, but the TSA was officially tested by another organization. Yeah. I don't know, government, you know, the TSA themselves or whatever. Yeah, they missed about 97% of the contraband attempted to get through onto the planes. And it did. Like I said, they missed 97% of it. So everybody thinks, oh, we're safe. You know, the TSA's here. TSA don't know squat. That, uh, if you think the TSA's good, you haven't been to Israel. Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Earl's still got emotional scars. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, the, uh, you, you know, that red team work sounds kind of fun. <laughs> Testing the TSA. Uh, let's see here. Um, security and law enforcement officials are at the same time dealing with an unprecedented surge and belligerent passengers who are straining the systems designed to keep air travel safe. Air travel safe. Belligerent passengers that are... You mean the mask Nazis? Well, that or, you know, 
I mean, yes, is TSA a federal agency and all that? Yes. Do they have authority? Yes. But I still kind of tend to believe TSA can quite easily fall into the uh, stereotypical Barney Fife yes. scenario. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, you know, if you don't do what I tell you, I'm going to I'm going to take my bullet out of my pocket. Exactly. Exactly. You, know, right. you will respect yeah. my authority. Yep. Uh, while I'm on the plane, okay. I get off the plane, kiss my butt. Exactly. Hey, and let me be clear on this. Um, if you get on an airplane uh, or you enter a restricted area and they say wear a mask, you, you're in their house. It's it's their house. You you don't have to fly. If you don't want to fly, you load up the Vista Cruiser and drive to Texas. Yeah. It's 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 that simple. Um, the only times I've worn a mask in the past two years are the times I've had to get on an airplane and I did not feel like flying. Um, a smaller airplane or driving my butt all the way there. Right. You know, do I basically do I do I pay attention to somebody else's rules in the house for two or three hours um, when uh, I, I, you know, my other choice is to drive for 16, yeah. you know, so so that's that's the deal. Um, we've had many more incidences where there are passenger disturbances. This is what gets me. Many more incidents where there are passenger disturbances, both in checkboards and in checkpoints and onboard aircraft. Listen to where they're going, folks. We've had many more incidences where there are passenger disturbances both in checkpoints and onboard aircraft. That makes it more important that there are no guns allowed. Yeah. Earl, um, you carry a firearm every day. You got, you got your shower gun. I know. I, I got, <laughs> I've been over to the house. Um, um did you ever get? Did you ever see a a, a, a standard disturbance uh, go into a shooting match because you had a firearm? No. But what about there was an argument on the street? Somebody cuts you off. You didn't just start shooting at them. No. So because you're a responsible adult and a responsible gun owner, you didn't use your firearm to commit felonies. No. But the TSA says if there's a disturbance, Earl, people are going to pull guns. TSA don't know what they're talking about. You say that again. TSA doesn't know what they're talking about. This scares me. They're 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 good at patting down, and and watching the screen of an X-ray. I mean, this just scares me. Their stance on firearms, right here. Oh, yeah. they honestly believe that if there's a disturbance without a firearm, that it will just go away, and if there's a disturbance with a firearm, people are going to get shot. Yeah. That's what they believe. That's what, and let's be clear. Um, felons are not trying to bring guns onto airplanes. No. Okay. I'd say 99.9% of this is, a lot of it is the new gun owners yeah. that we've talked about or seasoned, experienced gun owners. Yeah. You're a gun owner. Yeah. You use, you, you transport firearms. I, I mean, I experienced it myself. Yeah. It wasn't an actual firearm. It was a firearm component. It was an event, uh, it was uh, three, I'm just going to say three and a half years ago. Yeah. I drove to an event with you. Yeah. Jumped in your pickup truck and we drove out there. I had a backpack and uh, a suitcase. Yep. The plan was after the event, you were going to continue on to... Uh, uh, I didn't went to uh, Fort Knox. Yeah, Fort, Fort Knox, Knox for, for some weeks. training. Yep. And then I was going to jump on a plane and come back home. Yep. Well... 
I thought I did my due diligence yeah. in checking. You know, here's the backpack that I use every day, going back and forth to work, going to a gun right. store. Right. I checked everything. I, you know, right. emptied all the pockets and all that. Well, apparently, I missed <laughs> the Colt nine millimeter stick magazine for my nine mil AR that right. was over in the corner of a pocket that I didn't feel. Yeah. But the X-ray saw it. Yep. And by the time I, you know, I was I was in the you know front of the line and everything, and he's pulling out my backpack and all that. And it's like, well. You can go back and, you know, go back out into the unsecured area and mail it to yourself, or I've got to confiscate it. And my flight was yeah, because you're looking at the clock right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I don't have enough time yeah. looking at the length of the, the line and yep. all that. And yep. I'm like, all right, keep it. Yep. I've got <coughs> 15 more. Right, right, right. Yeah, in my other backpack <laughs> that you didn't check. But yeah, I mean, that, that didn't, you know. Th- Probably because of their ineptness or wanting to fluff up the numbers, I'm probably added to the statistics. It wasn't a gun, but it was a gun part. Yeah. Yeah, I just I thought I checked everything, but the 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 bag folded up and I couldn't feel that corner of the pocket. And it was oh, it was a high capacity magazine. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh my goodness! Thirty-two round nine mil mag. Oh Big my deal. goodness! Oh my goodness! That's it. And and, uh, and you're still alive. Uh, you know. Yeah. How does that magazine not, not go off in your, uh, in exactly. your, in your bag by itself exactly. and, and commit to crimes? Um, uh, unbelievable. unbelievable. You, didn't you tell him, though? Because I remember that was Texas. Um, you should have told him, well, you guys gave it to me when I got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I already shipped the gun home. I just forgot the mag. Come on. Uh, it's a set. They go together. Too funny. Uh, folks, listen, that's the first hour of the program. Uh, we, uh, we, we enjoyed being with you, spending time with you as we do uh, this, this, this time every week. Uh, we've got uh, more program coming back for you. Uh, just got to wait about six minutes or so, listen to some news, say hi to the sponsors. Until I see you next hour, though, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Are you suffering from pandemic stress? Riots and insurrection have you worried about your safety? Well, get to Premier Firearms where they can make you safe. Premier Firearms has locations in Orlando on West Colonial Drive, in Titusville on US-1, and in Mineola in the Family Jewelry and Pawn. Premier Firearms has AR pistols and rifles starting as low as $5.99. Premier Firearms is a family-owned business that can take care of all your firearm and ammunition needs. Check them out today on Facebook and Instagram at Premier Firearms. That's Premier Firearms. And coming soon to Tavares. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. 
Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is, uh, my name is Mike, and uh, I don't do the program by myself. Let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriots. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. How were things with you? How was, how was your break? How were things going? Quick. They do go quick, right? Yeah. I remember it used to seem like it was forever. It did. Now it's like, what? Already? Oh, it did. And people, I, I guess people don't get that, but it's so true. It's so true. We would sit there for six minutes and uh, be like, hey, should we, you want to make a pizza? You know, <laughs> just... Well, I just boil it down to, hey, time flies and you're having fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, you know, I, if I wasn't having fun, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> Before I know we've got a we got, we got a, a topic we're going to hit here. Um, I j- just saw this standing at the uh, the bank yesterday, and no, oh, you robbing the place? No, 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 no. I just uh, you know dropping off some uh, uh, some work stuff. You know, uh, getting the cash for the weekend. Ah, you know, okay. you know, so it's, uh, Getting, getting, you know, you always got to have spending cash, you know? Yeah. Pocket money. Um, Demi Lovato, do you have any idea who Demi Lovato is? Uh, she's a musician, I think. I, th- I, th- I think so. I don't know anything beyond her uh, except uh, that I think she's a musician. You just confirmed that she probably is. That's that's all I have. I don't know what you listen to in the truckster on the way you're driving, but that's... Predominantly not Demi Lovato. Not, not Demi. What's your favorite? Ooh, not Demi Lovato. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so it it, it the uh, and I've got a, uh, one of the military banks. Um, in fact, you have this. We have the same bank, uh, and uh, they have the the screens now. The the, uh, the the like TV news going behind okay. the, the tellers, which by the way, folks, is to get you to look up at the cameras. Just, oh yeah. So, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, so make sure make sure your you know beard beard is exactly, brushed exactly. right. Yep. Hair looks good. So they smile. They're sitting there and. Uh, um, and it's just like five-second bits of information, 10-second bits of information. They're not running a whole news program. There's no sound. And again, it's just a couple of monitors running. Again, to, it's, it's, it's for the overall atmosphere and to get you to look at the cameras yeah, yeah, behind primarily, you. Yeah, okay. uh, uh, smile, right. smile pretty for the camera. <laughs> exactly. You're uh, being recorded. So I'm depositing a couple of checks from the work, uh, from business this week. And the young lady tells me, she says, um, 
okay, um, uh, you know, listen, these ones going to take two days to clear, but this much is now clear uh, as of today. And and and, I, and the timing was just awful, right? I went, that's not right. And she went, no, no, I wait, hold on a second. I was like, no, no, I think you're right. Did you just see what that said on the monitor behind you? Uh, and and I knew she wasn't allowed to turn around and be staring at the monitors. I was like, hold on, I'll tell you what it says. It says. Demi Lovato says the term aliens is derogatory towards extraterrestrials. <sighs> the term aliens is derogatory towards extraterrestrials. Demi Lovato needs to stick to just singing. She, yeah, she needs to stick to, uh, you know, I don't know. Practice her non-breathing techniques. I don't, I don't or, or, or break open a dictionary <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. to realize what alien means. Yeah. yeah, so anyway, I thought that was, uh, uh, I thought that was interesting. I thought that was interesting that uh, uh, these people live and breathe amongst us. And, yeah. they, and they have influence. And we make them famous. Yes, exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah, like, what, what is Kim Kardashian famous for? For being famous. Yeah. Yep. Right, right. You could blame OJ for them, really. When you can, that's when it all started. Yeah, the cameras following them around. Robert Kardashian, the OJ's attorney. Yeah, uh, that's true. The Kardashian kid, but it was for famous for being famous. Yeah. You know, they got to, they got a little taste, and they kept going. So, that that's probably what prompted her to uh, <coughs> leak her sex tape. Oh, exactly right. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Uh, or we got what do we got about three four minutes left. Let's let's talk about this one for oh, a minute or two. All the time in the world. Um, ATF accused of fraud and wasteful spending. <gasps> no. Um, the um, there was a there was a whistleblower. Okay. Uh, and she he lost his job after he flagged alleged violations to superiors. Okay. Is, isn't that illegal? Um, Getting fired for being a whistleblower. Yes, which is another you know something that uh, should be addressed. Hopefully. Um, well, we're dealing with the ATF, so who knows? Yeah, yeah. Um, the um, uh, the ATF has in place uh, um, uh, a bonus program for their their sworn law enforcement officers. You mean like uh, pay bonus? Yeah, and it's and maybe bonus is the wrong word. It's it's like um, let's say you're a an agent and you're assigned to you know, Des Moines, Iowa, okay. and all of a sudden the needs of the Bureau sends you into New York City uh, working there on a task force for six months. Wow. I'm talking about a culture shock. Well, yeah, yeah. And uh, a pocket shock. Yeah, okay? that's true. That's true. Because the ATF ain't giving you a place to stay. They're not giving you extra money for your for, to park your car, uh, you know, your, your civilian car. You know, the cost of living goes up dramatically. So this money exists. So when they reassign people to locales across the country where the, uh, uh, the, the cost of living is higher, they can supplement that. Okay. Um, so in, in a roundabout way, they do, for lack of a better word, they do take care of you on, on stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, you have to maybe be there 30 days. You've probably got to do some paperwork and, and things like that to get it. But, uh, but that's the primary way. What the ATF is not supposed to do is use that money for the civilians that work overtime, um, for the agents that uh, uh, might have incurred other costs beyond travel or things like that. Okay. Um, well, the ATF hasn't had a director in years, 
right? We know right. that uh, right. affirmative director. They really have nobody fighting for them the way an FBI director, or a DEA director does. So this money is there, and it's not like this money is being stolen. This money is being repurposed. It's kind of like in a budget. Well, it says you can only use it for this line item. Well, it wasn't getting used, so they used it somewhere else. Yeah, and unfortunately, you know better than I do, a lot of government attitude is if we don't use it, we lose it. Right, exactly right, exactly Ugh. right. So whereas I think this person might be correct by the letter, uh, the definition of what this money is to be used for, but like you just pointed out, Earl, if it's the end of the year, we've got nobody fighting for our budget for next year. If we don't use it this year, we're not going to get it back, and we can only let we, – we've got – you know, a thousand more hours worth of man work we could use to get done here at NFA. Why don't we use this money to pay for the overtime? That's right. what's going on. So it's it's being used for a legitimate purpose, just not in the specifications of yeah. of the use for that yeah, money. Yep. Yeah. And on this one, I think I'm giving the ATF a pass. Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio. We'll be back after the Caltech PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak uh, Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak yeah. Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of Back military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says 
We don't need that kind of gun. Remind them, the founding fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. 30 seconds. We have the right to read seconds. books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Remote. Remote, remote. We're on a remote. So remote or on the road? On the remote road. The road remote. Yeah, look at you. Road look remote. at you, doing all the combinations. I can never find the remote. <laughs> I can never find the remote. Yeah. Look under the cushions. It's always between, under the cushions. Always between, something like that. Yeah. Those aren't pillows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how about them bears? <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, we yeah, listen. Hey, we got <laughs> <laughs> She gets the <laughs> reference. She gets the, she's holding the, she's holding in the laughter. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Earl, we are still here. Uh, it's actually a week ago. We're still here a week ago. Wow. Time uh, travel. We are, we are a week ago in, uh, in the, the, the Fort Worth uh, Convention Center with our good friends from the USCCA. They're doing their 2021 uh, Personal Defense Expo. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. Right? So awesome. And, and, so uh, awesome here. We only had two hours on the air, you know, because that's our normal regular time, right? right? And while we were on the air, one of the people we wanted to have on the program was teaching. Yeah. She's busy. So we got she her She had more important things to do. Than be yeah. on our show. So here we are now, a week in the future, going <laughs> backwards, a week, to the show. Yes. And we have with us. Fire up the flux capacitor. There, here we go. 88 <laughs> miles an hour. Uh, we, we have with I, us. I uh, wonder if a DeLorean could really do 88 miles an hour. I did. I show, didn't I show you? I, did, I, I, I spotted a DeLorean yeah. on the expressway uh, uh, just outside of Orlando, and I took a picture of me. I was actually driving my daughter's car at the time. Took a picture of me behind the wheel, and it was great because it had it said 86 on the miles per hour, and I had a picture of the DeLorean in front of me, and I was like, just two more miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll have to post that picture. And up. then what happened? Um, it then it smoked, it, and it, it, it smoked and pulled off to the side of the road. <laughs> 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 like, like, a, like a backfire, like a 30-year-old car does. <laughs> Boom. I think they had one, you know, like a little four-cylinder in them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. An old four-cylinder. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, back here, uh, <laughs> back to the back to the past in the future, yeah, where we are. That's it. So if you know where we are right now, give us a call. Let us know. Inform <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> us because we're not sure. We got to figure um, it out. But uh, we we do have with us. We have the elegant brute. We have Miss Julia Valencia. Hello. Uh, the crowning jewel. <laughs> Welcome, Jules, Fam- back to the program. <laughs> have you met my family, Jules? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no. I don't uh-uh. think I'm allowed to say. No. I don't think I'm uh-uh. allowed to say. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say no. I don't think I no. want to say. That's a, uh, I guess fair I could. Fair enough. Fair enough. No. Um, Julie, you taught a couple of classes here. I want to go into the classes, talk about what's been going on in the meantime. But you taught um, 
And I guess like we, we started, we talked about off the air, and we always say that the, uh, the best radio happens off the air. Pretty much. Um, That's a shame. <laughs> That's a damn shame. Well, there's this FCC guidelines <laughs> of what can and can't be said. I heard something about seven words yeah, that yeah. can't be used. Yeah, yeah. And stop right there. Yeah. Booger's not one of them. We did find that out. Yeah. Booger. Yeah. And if he's French, you can call him Mr. Dumas. The B is silent. Yeah. Got exactly. it. <laughs> um, you did uh, safety planning and rehearsal at home, at work, and in public. Yes. And then the, uh, uh, the women's self-defense workshop, working your way to the gun. Like as, and, but as you said, they were infiltrated by the non-women folk. They so. were. <laughs> So I think they were curious, <laughs> like, what's the secret? That's right. It's not Victoria's Secret. That's the only reason I go into that store. Victoria, what's the secret? What's the secret? I'm trying what's to the I'm, come on, I'm tell me. I'm thinking that the, so, some men showed up to, in support of their, their of female house. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Of course. That's what it was. And, just, and to see how much they were spending... Because they're going to come out of that class and go, I saved you $700. Because hey, I'm only going to get one circuit. That's right. It's, it's, it's only payback. Gonna get, only going to get one. Uh, so, so it's a... Uh, it's a, it's a, it's great. They were the great classes for her. Obviously, we were here on the air. We didn't get to go see them. But, but tell, tell me about those classes. And then from there, tell me, are these the, are these the same kind of things that you do at, at Raider Tactical? Or is yes. there different classes there? No, same, same. She's okay. going to so tell us what we, what we missed out on. <laughs> turns out I'm only good at like three things. And training mm. is one of them. So, <laughs> and four, four, moving on. Four, moving four on. things. I make really good grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh. Oh, yeah, so, four, uh, so I'm actually good at four <sighs> things. Training is one of the things I'm good at. Uh, and what we do for Raider Tactical with and using the cert guns from next level training is incorporate real, more realistic training. And even before we get to the training portion, though, we have to talk about what our plan is how we're going to navigate through a critical incident if one arises. Right. And even before that, how do we mitigate those critical incidents? That's even more important because it turns out we can avoid a heck of a lot of trouble. We don't want to borrow trouble. So we're going to work to set ourselves up favorably. Here's the thing. It's got to be deliberate. You've got to be engaged in what you're doing and be paying attention to the things around you. So there are things so... It, innocuous that things we've heard our whole lives like look both ways before you cross the street right double knot your shoes and we don't think twice about those things but mm -hmm. what is the purpose of doing those right of, exactly. of being deliberate about those tasks it's so that we don't fall right that we don't get hit by a car yeah those are gimmies yeah. well what if we took that notion that idea and employed it in a more personal way or and across the board so now we're talking about I'm going to be deliberate about getting in my car and locking the doors as soon as I get in my car rather than waiting to start it and get it in gear and the doors automatically lock. What about getting your head out of your phone and being aware of your surroundings? Hello. <laughs> Hello. I, re I remember in the way, way back, phones were used for phone calls. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> now, mm. I can candy crush anytime <laughs> I want. I do not have to candy crush while I'm driving. Yep. And I do not have to get to the next level. When I'm walking down the street. Yeah. Right? It's, um, or sitting at the stoplight. It's amazing, that phone. I, t I told my, my, my daughter's uh, 16 now, right? And uh, I said there's it, no way she would have survived. This will pass, just yeah. so you know. <laughs> no way she would have survived in the 80s and the 90s. I said, Ooh. listen, she would have, about, about three minutes in when I handed her a, a, a bus schedule, uh -huh. that would have been it. She'd have been out. <laughs> she'd, she'd have called it quits right there. She'd have been out. A bus. Um, and I was like, she's like, I'm. 
she's at their computer playing with her phone and she said she's bored. I'm like, go outside. There was like eight years during the 80s that your grandparents didn't even know where I was. You know, just <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. As soon as the, the sun come up, you were kicked out and yeah. weren't expected until after sundown. Yep. I love that time. Oh, yeah. Miss that time. Building forts, bicycle ramps. Oh, Frog hunting. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. All of you it. You too? Wow. Yeah. True story. Jealous I, of my I, father, though. I, I filled up about half a gallon of a five-gallon bucket, yeah. and I never left the yard. Yep. <laughs> I get jealous of my father sometimes, though, because he'd leave the house and say, I'll see you tonight. Yeah. And that was the next time he talked to mom <laughs> when he saw her tonight. Going out for a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I came home, and that was it. Said 12 hours at work. No phone calls, no texts, no messages, no nothing. Yeah. But you do bring home milk. Or, or call once on the way home. Do you need anything? Yeah. yeah but, but not all in all. But anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's get back away from that. Let's get back away from that. So, uh, um, Reliving the glory days. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly right. Um, uh, back with the training. Um, yes. Now, now this, this is the same classes that you do with, with Raider, or you go a little bit further with Raider Tactical? This is, this is just the beginning, really. Okay. So uh, I own a company called Raider Tactical. Raider right. Tactical is a training organization and, and an armed security company. So we're doing all the stuff. The good news is not only am I the president, I'm also a client. So I do the training as well. I do the training as well. I promote the training. I I teach, instruct the training. I participate in the training because that part never ends. So the the training that we're providing both here at USCCA and back in Washington, where we're from, taps into not just how do you shoot a gun, as Earl and I talked about I can drive a car from A to B, but I want to take that thing to the racetrack. There you go. Right? I want If I'm in a critical incident, mm-hmm. I want to lo- know mm-hmm. how to do more with my firearm than put holes in paper. So we, we work that piece, and then we work backwards, too. To how, do, how do we avoid even getting to that point? Because I can tell you, I have a, a list of things to do. The list is vast. Rarely do I accomplish the full list. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what's not on the list. It, it's use force. Right. I don't want to have to. Right. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do to set myself up so that I don't have to? Good news is I'm going to be aware and engage in my environment. I'm going to participate in my own safety actively and deliberately. Cost me nothing. Okay, maybe $7.99 to get an extra little door jam. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Easy right, enough. Right, right, right. Easy enough. If I don't do those things, what is the cost? Right. My life, perhaps, or the life yeah. of somebody I care about. So... My, my time in law enforcement and, and my time training, it's come full circle. And I get to share that with anyone willing to listen. Well, that's it. That's perfect. Now, that's, you, you, those that uh, were, were here last week, this week, whether we're here this week or last week with us, wherever we are this Just week. listening um, to us. Listening to us. Um, Why? How, how, can no they, how, can they, how can they get the training? How do they get a hold of Raider Tactical? How do they get a hold of you? Easily, easily. www.raidertactical.us. You know what? And if you have an organization that needs some training... Holler, we'll come to you. That's Holla. fine. Holla back. Call me. All right, folks, you heard it here. RaiderTactical.com. RaiderTactical.com. Check out, uh, check out uh, uh, Julia and the company and all of her staff and, uh, and reach out to them and get them to come do the training for you. Or go to them and get the training from them. I'm, I'm not scared. She ain't scared. Bring she ain't it. Scared. Bring it. You listen <laughs> to Arms Room Radio. We'll be back after the break. first time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. Trump has 81% favorability rating. And I remember 
just opening my eyes, and it got both of my legs. I don't even think it's going to be four years before he's I had surgery it. after surgery, and I was on a lot of pain medicine. I think he's going to find out. What's going to happen next, and how long am I going to be and here? why is this guy Cuomo still in the fucking white The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me, and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed well, at that he's, time. He's, I guess he's Peer visitors, to... people who have yeah, been like, where I had been yeah. before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. Election fraud. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to... One minute. Gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Let's show here, but we got Major Bill. Duty. Got it. Ready to go. To the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios. Coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Michael D. Elm died October 14, 2011, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Elm 25 of Phoenix, Arizona, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 26th Infantry Regiment, 3rd Brigade Combat Team, 1st Infantry Division, Fort Knox, Kentucky. Elm died at Fob Salerno, Afghanistan, of wounds caused by an improvised explosive device during an insurgent attack on his unit while on patrol in the eastern coast province. Specialist Elm was on foot when terrorists detonated an improvised explosive device in the attack. Elm had been in the Army a little more than two and a half years and was in his first tour in Afghanistan at the time of his death. The Greenway High School graduate was one of five children. He enlisted in the Army in February 2009 and was stationed at Fort Knox four months later. Army Specialist Michael D. Elm, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407 407- 480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. 
Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the Fallen Hero segment of the program. You've done that since day one. Folks, if you know anybody you'd like to hear during the Fallen Hero segment, just reach out to us. Uh, you know, we'd love to... Uh, uh, we'd, we'd love to do them here for you on the program. So, you know, uh, it, uh, it's, it'd be our, be our honor. Um, hey, normally on the line with us right now, we'd have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of uh, Arms Room Radio. So we'd please be welcoming Major Bill. Now the, uh, I love that music, by the way. That's great stuff. That's great stuff. <laughs> yeah, nothing but the best. The, uh, the, the, the Major, uh, from, from now, here's my understanding, Okay. Now we all know the major is a is a hockey is a hockey nut, like a hockey fool, like putting on the foil, coach. You taking know, shots, like, take take shots. He's doing it exactly right. Um, well, the hockey season has started down in South Florida. Well, I guess it started everywhere, right? Uh, yeah, I'll say I think the season's pretty much the same nationwide. I, yeah, I think there's like <laughs> they got like a week off in uh, in September. I think hockey otherwise goes all year long. Um, pretty much, it's like NASCAR. It's just always going. They're turning left. <laughs> They're turning left. Uh, you see Tony Stewart's going to the NHRA? Really? Yeah, Tony Stewart's going to the NHRA. Man, he's, yeah. he's in for a rude awakening. Yeah, Instead of 500 but, miles, you know, like if you're doing it wrong, maybe about five seconds. That's right. But he's going to go 500 miles in a straight line. <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> hope they know that. that you know, they're going to put some kind of, In his car, there's going to be a restrictor plate, and it's going to be a turn. <laughs> the, <laughs> the steering wheel it, won't move. It won't, it won't turn left. <laughs> it won't turn left. <laughs> <laughs> That's his new restrictor, please. <laughs> uh, boy, we took a left turn there, didn't we? <laughs> um, so the major's at hockey. He's doing law enforcement work at the hockey arena uh, today. Yeah, he's probably in the parking lot what, looking for people running too fast in the parking lot. You know, and here's what I'm thinking, though. Um, if, he's, if he's down there at the arena and he's doing uh, law enforcement stuff, right, can't he just grab people, pull their shirts up over their heads and beat them? I mean, like, it's just, what are you doing? It's hockey, eh? And the first person who, when somebody falls, then you stop. Then you're free to go. You're free to go. Exchange blows until somebody falls. <laughs> exactly right. Then, you, then, then you're free to go. You're free to go. So. And, and the thing is, knowing Major Bill, if somebody starts retaliating, he'd probably get excited. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, we got a live one. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring out the Hanson brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they brought their freaking toys with them. <laughs> oh, Charlestown Chiefs. It was a real hockey team. It was a real hockey team. Uh, let's see. Uh, so we have a story uh, that, that the major was going to do until uh, some he started to, you know, he's out there violating hockey rights. Today. Yeah, he <laughs> so. had, had something more important come up. <laughs> uh, Alexandra City in Virginia. Uh, the council, the city council there has decided... Uh, to remove, this is back in May, they decided to remove school resource officers and use that $800,000 instead to hire mental health professionals. Okay, now, we're, listen, we, we, we saw this over the last year, right? We, we saw the whole, uh, the defunding the police. Uh-huh. And again, oh, yeah. where does it go? First thing, we, we go after overtime budgets, we go after training, we go after specialty units. So... That's probably what happened with all three of those, right? right? These school resource officers who need additional training and they work extra hours. Because they're dealing with kids. Exactly right. They pulled the $800,000 from them. Well, recently, uh, over and over the past couple of weeks and months in Alexandria, there's been a series, a series of videos 
surfacing showing violent schoolyard brawls, uh, and some community members worried that getting rid of the SROs was the wrong decision. Um, why, why didn't what, what, what? Somebody needs to call these mental health professionals on the carpet. They're not getting their job done. Why are they not there exactly. when these videos are being shot exactly. and these schoolyard brawls are going on? Yeah, somebody ain't doing their job. The, uh, the fight videos posted on Instagram and Facebook show students assaults in the cafeteria, parking lot, nearby McDonald's. Uh, and last week, a student was arrested for bringing a firearm to the school. Well, well, guess what? If there's no cops there to keep the violence away, right, and you're not going to allow teachers to lawfully carry a firearm on campus, um, then who's left to protect the kids? Well, then you get some of these kids saying, oh, my God, look what's going on. I have a feel for myself, so I'm going to bring my own weapon to school, which is illegal, by the way. Yeah. But I don't, can, you, can you blame a kid when the city has said, we're taking out the cops and we're taking away any protection you have? Yep. You're, you're on your own. But we're, we're, we're going to make sure there are mental health professionals there. Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, you know, you know any, any you know, reasonable level-headed adult has heard and can apply the terminology. When the cat's away, the mice will play. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, let's see. The school the district superintendent... Uh, called for a return to the schools of the SROs. Now, remember, the school is not the one who took the money away from the school. It was the city who took the monies away from the schools. So the school board superintendent went to the city council and begged and pled to reinstate the SROs immediately. Um, well, the, uh, they, they said, okay, okay, here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. Um, um, we're going to give you uh, uh, some of them back. Uh, we don't know how much yet, but we're going we're gonna to do something to give you some of your, uh, uh, some funding back so you can have uh, school resource officers. Oh, and by the way, it won't be school resource officers because those guys have already been reassigned. That was five months ago. They're in new jobs now. Yeah. So many of them are probably not even coming back to the SROs. And, and the, the, there's a video in this article, or at least a link to a video. Somebody, you know, probably a student posted on Facebook with the, with the caption on here, and I'm quoting it. I hate modern spelling. Bruh, come on. Now it's only the third day. Three days after SROs are taken out of school, there's a giant brawl. Cafeteria-wide yeah. yeah. melee. Yep. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah, so this is, um, this is going to cost them more. Let's be clear on this. Because instead of having dedicated, trained school resource officers mm -hmm. that could do this job, now they're going to have to use other officers at overtime rate. Uh, you know, coming in, they may have to send them back out to be retrained, uh, which means while they're gone, somebody else is going to have to fill in their original position. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. This so they may be bringing in half of the officers, but you know what it's going to cost them. Triple. Yeah. <laughs> a lot more than they cut from the original budget back in May. You get what you pay for, and when you don't want to pay, it's expensive. Ex oh, boy, isn't that so? When you try and cut corners and save money, yep, it comes around and bites you in the butt. That's it. I don't need a car. I need a speedy car. <laughs> speedier than that. Spe speedier than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. As the major would say, 
uh, to all my brothers and sisters in blue and green and tan. Uh, wear your seatbelts, check your six, uh, uh, and uh, always go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to the guys here at Arms Room Radio, They'll, and he'll see you next week. And we'll be back in a moment. I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from... We got taught! ...to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You... ...org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. 
And now, live from the MagSwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Uh, last segment, here we go. Already? Comes around every show, Man. just like this, just like this. Um, hey, I do want to say, I, I got some comments earlier this week, Earl, from uh, from some of the listeners uh, that um, just, uh, they, they were very complimentary of the work we were doing uh, to... To wow. spread the word. They're easy to impress. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> clearly had to be a, like a heat stroke involved or something like that. Um, that uh, you know that we were we were there to stand the line and uh, and put the information out because the rest of the media does not. So that was it was it was uh, refreshing to hear. Uh, you know because we, we figure that between uh, after Earl and I, um, there's four of you. We just, we're just <laughs> not counting my wife. No, 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 no. And, uh, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell our listeners like I tell my wife. I'll tell you like it is. You may not like it, but I'll tell you like it is. That's it. There you go. Uh, so it was, it was good to hear those words. Good to hear those words from those. So th- thank you to the, thank you to the listeners, to all loyal uh, two digits of you. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. The new the, New York, New York case. We got this case coming out of New York, right? Um, the National Rifle Association is getting set to argue what could be a landmark Second Amendment case in front of the Supreme Court. Folks, we've been talking to you about this for a year and a half now, right? This is the New York rifle and state pistol case, uh, which is, by the way, the lead uh, people on this are the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association. The NRA is just one of those uh, uh they, they also have filed a brief, an amicus brief. Okay. All right? So they will be there as well. I believe, I think, I'm not sure, and I don't want to give credit where credit's not due, but I think it's either Second Amendment Foundation or, or Farmers Policy Coalition also may have filed briefs on behalf of this. Oh, you know the bowtie gun guy is, oh, is yeah. not going to completely sit on the side. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. Um, so he, here's basically what this case is, and this is again going to be heard November 3rd. Um, New York is essentially arguing that the entire state should be declared a sensitive place <laughs> akin to a government building or a gun-free zone. Oh, gosh. Um, Talk well, about government overreach. Yes, yeah, right. Wow. And the, the NRA says, no, no. And everybody else says, no, no. Uh, this is a, uh, a 2018 lawsuit, um, brought again, brought forth by the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, Robert Nash. And Brandon Koch, they are the two uh, uh, plaintiffs in this. Lawsuit argues that a New York law that requires some concealed carry applicants to demonstrate proper cause to obtain a permit to carry a handgun in public violates the Second Amendment. So you mean, are you uh, that that means are you being raped right this moment? I- exactly what this no? means. No, okay, yeah. you don't need a permit. Yeah, um, and and. When we talked about that was out of D.C. Uh, where where that uh, the the Heller decision happened, um, and their 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 guideline was just like Earl said, are you in imminent danger right now? Yeah, we're like, well, I was raped yesterday, so you're not in danger today. No, I'm in the hospital so, today. So they 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 really wanted them to apply for the firearm permit during the commission of the crime. Yeah. So, uh, uh, which is ridiculous when you think about it on the face value. Um, well, New York has, and this is not just the city of New York. New York has, oh boy, and I forget, it's 64, 65 counties throughout the state. Um, Bunch of them. And uh, every county has a different standard. 
Uh, why am I not surprised? See? Um, there we go. And every city has a different standard. Um, it, every every city every, in the county? Every city, every county, everybody wow. has a different standard. So, so a, a hodgepodge inside of a hodgepodge. Yes. Inside yes. of a patchwork. Exactly right. Exactly Ugh. right. And that's the problem with all of this. Now, and of course, the big brother in town is New York City. And New York City says... New don't, York City? Yeah, don't care what New York State says. Still going to do what New York City wants because the city's bigger than the state, you know, uh, according to... According you know, to them. According to, according to them, yes. So... What they're trying to do is get this figured out. Now, you have many states, or excuse me, many counties. Now, you go up north uh, into the northern part of uh, New York State, and it's a, Earl, it's as, a, it's as redneck as it is right oh, here. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's you know. backwoods and redneck as yeah. it is in the south. I've got relatives up there. Yeah, yep. I've, I've been up there. Yep. I bet you they're all named Boone, aren't they? Nope. No, no. <laughs> Not that side. Did he get family. that far north? Did he get uh, that far? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> you know, remember, he had to go back up north. To, oh, to get his yeah. wife a couple yeah. of times where she thought he died while out on a hunting trip. That's true. That's true. Um, so this, this case has got the, uh, the ability to be, to be huge. Um, this is talks huge. about the, the ability to have the firearm issued to you based on your Second Amendment right as opposed to that I must show need. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, here's the other couple of reasons that this is... This could be this could be huge because it involves carrying the firearm outside of the home. All right, so not only ownership of the firearm, but to carry the firearm outside of the home. Now, when you go to because this, this case originated out of New York City, when you go to New York City, guess what you find? You find another state that borders New York City. So not only could this be a law that applies to just the city of New York, or the state of New York, but this borders a jurisdiction that makes it an interstate item. Right. So if they say, I'm allowed to take my firearm outside of my home, well, my home borders another state. Am I, allowed, am I not allowed to take it from one jurisdiction to a next? Because that's what's at, 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 at stake here with New York, because everything's different in New York. Every bordering jurisdiction is different in New York. And where this case is located, it's bordering another state as well. So this could mean that the standard for New York might also apply to <laughs> New Jersey. Yeah. Remember the okay. uh, we did a story a while ago, a long time ago. I think it was a New Jersey corrections officer yeah. went across the state lines into yep. New York for dinner, got yep. into a car accident. Yep. You know, a fully, fully state and, you know, authorized officer to to have a firearm but he was on the wrong side of the the border yep. and was arrested for it yeah this this could turn that now listen they might do a narrow focus on this and, and, and focus only on what's inside new york this has to do with again carrying outside the home let's say they decide you can carry outside the home well then they're gonna have to decide uh is that open carry because uh, new york's technically an open carry state it's the city and smaller jurisdictions that say no. <laughs> so if they were to say uh, only one law, uh, and, and so now your now your your ban on open carry goes away, hmm. um, and and what about um, reciprocity? 
if I'm going across these state lines? Yep. What about open carry? Yeah. What about concealed? What about permitless carry? Oh, you know, they're they're you, they're you, looking at the legal minefield they just got oh, thrown yeah. into. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. This, uh, at, at a very minimum, this is going to address the shall issue versus may issue. Yes. On the on the on the on the outside chances, uh, open carry, concealed carry, permitless carry, constitutional carry, reciprocity. Um, I think that's about all. Of them. It could cover all of that. Nice. It could cover all of that. So th- this so. case has a big, potentially big swing. Yes. Yeah, it does. It sure does. So, so good I, stuff. I want a front row seat. Oh boy! Big 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 barrel of popcorn. I wish you could. November third. November third. Just uh, just under a month away, right? Uh, right, because we're in October now, right? Yeah. 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 So just under a month away. Man. Uh, it'll take six months to get a ruling back. Oh, you know, course. six of months. Uh, you know, eight months, a year, something like that, before we hear back on it. So, um, good stuff, though. Looking forward to it. And I know, like I said, uh, I just sitting here looking at it that that SAF has filed an amicus, amicus brief with it. So. Uh, like you said, the bow tie gun guy, he ain't letting it go. No, no, no. Yeah, he ain't sitting on the sidelines. No, no. Uh, folks, I want to thank our guest, uh, the elegant brute, uh, you know, Miss Miss Julia uh, Valencia that joined us earlier in the program. That was our here's here's now that went last week, this week yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah she's, so. she's sweet. Um, Met so. her for the first time at, at the USCCA. She's Is that true? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to piss her off. That would be a butt, <laughs> butt whipping I just have to take. Yeah, exactly. Uh, folks, uh, until next week, uh, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com.